0: From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Tuesday, August 29th. I'm Sarah Reith. Cannabis cultivators and advocates were full of praise for the cannabis department at yesterday's general government meeting, though some questions remain about the Criteria for the Equity Grant, also known as the LEAP, or Local Equity Entrepreneur Program. Nicole Elliott, the director of the State Department of Cannabis Control, wrote a letter to the Board of Supervisors last week to express her gratitude for the county's cooperation in streamlining the local permitting process. And she addressed one of the areas of concern that were left unanswered at last week's scoping meeting for preparing environmental documents that are supposed to speed up CEQA review for applicants. Provisional licenses must either transition to annual licenses or expire by January 1st, 2025. The new Sequel review will replace the elaborate Appendix G process, which has consumed treasure and time as growers struggled to reconcile two sets of regulations. Elliott urged the county to focus its limited resources on issuing local permits rather than Appendix G, though she added that, whenever possible, we intend to use existing Appendix G-related work product as a foundation for the creation of new CEQA documents. Sarah McBurney, a senior program manager with the Mendocino County Cannabis Department, reported that as of July, 25 hours is the average amount of time it takes for the department to review an application. The previous estimate was 200 hours. McBurney reported that the department is making progress on other fronts as well.
1: We're the first county to have all of our audit materials turned back into the state for our leap routine audits. I did want to show that throughout the waiver process, we did not have any denied. Our move is happening now, so we will be live in Ukiah as of this Friday.
0: McBurney took a question from Supervisor John Haschak about direct grants from another source, the Local Jurisdiction Assistance Grant Program.
1: So we're currently in developing the program manual stages, so we need to get that developed uh, with the help of the state and uh, community member input, and then once we get that uh, program manual dialed in, we'll be able to start that program back up and issue the direct grants.
2: And we still think that there will be about 4.1 million board direct grants at the number.
1: Yeah, I believe the number was 4.8. But
0: processing LEAP grants may not go as smoothly. McBurney said that GoBiz, the Governor's Office of Business and Economic Development, which administers the grants, has questioned the county's requirement that eligible recipients be within five miles of camp operations, or the Campaign Against Marijuana Planting. That endeavor was not known for careful record-keeping.
1: Currently, with LEAP eligibility, our uh, eligibility criteria has come into question with GoBiz. Uh, so we need to come up with a response to the question of the five-mile camp criteria. Um, we cannot move forward with processing until we have the eligibility dialed in.
2: And then there is another question about um, eligibility, about if a person has the incident... Or bust in another county or jurisdiction, then are they eligible in Mendocino County?
0: County Council Christian Curtis told Hascheck that that question is still under review. Longtime cannabis attorney Hannah Nelson had some input.
3: With respect to um, the issue as to whether busts from other areas work or not, I can tell you that the state, in its own equity program, allows for arrests and convictions in any, any, even out of state, to be eligible for the state fee waiver program. Right.
2: And I think that's being taken into consideration. Mm -hmm.
3: And and definitely, I I am going to continue the drumbeat that I started a long time ago, which is that um, convincing the state that rural communities are different than urban areas and that The raids did not always result in arrests or convictions is critical and that there are other ways to prove impact both to the larger community as well as to the individuals.
0: Cultivator Corinne Powell offered her own example.
2: I am one of those people who was denied eligibility because my encounters with the war on drugs were not in Mendocino County.
0: She said she emailed everyone she could think of to appeal her denial of eligibility. Michelle Schott called in to make the case that any proximity to camp raids caused trauma throughout the community.
2: In Laytonville, I was a school counselor, and I can tell you that the trauma from all these raids was uh, deep and wide. And they had helicopters flying over the elementary school full of marijuana. They had, you know, truck after truck after truck, whatever you call it, like a motorcade, full of. Pickup trucks full of marijuana driving down Highway 101, which in Laytonville is, you know, right by the elementary school, right by the high school. And, um, people are pretty terrorized in general here. So, um, I don't know what kind of, uh, information they want you to collect about that, but, you know, helicopters flying over your house. And I'm not quite sure what to do, but I'm certainly happy to help collect some data if that's what they need about how damaging all of that was for people.
0: Nelson pointed out that the camp raids were not all uncontested. She urged the committee to accept sworn affidavits from people who were raided but may not have been arrested or convicted. And while many public records pertaining to raids may be under a law enforcement exemption from public records requests...
3: I could probably dig up material that I have in my files from conducting the litigation about those raids...
0: The next public meeting about streamlining the cultivation ordinance will be held September 19th from 9 a.m. to noon at 890 North Bush Street in Ukiah, the new Cannabis Department office, or on Zoom. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org.